morning, everybody, and welcome to Girl Club. And I got to tell you, we've been, thank you for joining us. We've been having some tech issues and it's hilarious because, you know, a bunch of girls trying to figure out tech issues is, is often, it's, it's worth the price of admission. We should just let you guys see all of that behind the scenes because at least you get a laugh while you wait in studio. But thank you for joining us. You know, um, Girl Club is about real girls having real talk about real issues and seeking to apply our real faith. We share, we laugh, we cry a lot here, as many of you who are regulars know. And every week, it's our goal to provide you with a look at how to live your life from dating to sex to marriage to raising kids, parenting, the whole thing, the way that our Christian faith really tells us to live. And you and I both know that it's really easy to read the word of God, but oftentimes you need to fellowship with other people and like-minded people living through like-minded things to figure out how to apply the word of God to your life. So we're blessed around here to have an awesome fellowship of women all around the world. So welcome to each and every one of you tuning in today from London and South Africa and oh my goodness, uh, the US, I see a bunch of states represented here in the house and Joining me today are two of my Girl Club crew regulars. As you know, we have, uh, I've got three girls who have become a part of each of your lives. I, three young women, I guess I should call them. Um, but they're, they're pretty amazing. They're not only sisters in Christ um, and Girl Club regulars, but uh, they're awesome evangelists, singers, songwriters. They're accomplished very much though so in their own right. And so coming together for us is a blessing it's just a blessing. Um, Christina Reynolds, who's here today, is an awesome singer, songwriter, evangelist, wife, mother, and uh, overall talent and creator. Hey, CR, how are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm glad to be here. Merry Christmas, sis. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> yeah. And also Christina Boudreaux, my blue haired, powerful evangelist friend, who's also a successful plus size oh, model and member of Ryan Reese's, <laughs> Ryan Reese's The Whosoever's. Nova Page um, are, is off this week and she'll be with us next week. And uh, you guys, I'm going to start with a, a, a question today to kick Christina oh, and Christina off, but also to kick all of you off. But I, before we do that, it is Christmas. And that's why it looks very Christmassy here. And uh, CB, you were hilarious getting started this morning. Oh, my goodness. I cannot. I look like Sully from Monsters, Inc., you guys. No, you don't. I love all the blue. I love. Uh, oh, make, but you do look like a beautiful wrapped Christmas gift. Oh, thank you. Cheers. <laughs> You know, um, so we've got a girl club giveaway this week. I'm going to show you so you kind of get to check out, you know, real girls, real talk, real issues, real faith. And then on this side, there's our girl club logo. Why the star? I got to tell you. And why the star on your screen? Because I believe that we're all sisters. <laughs> and it's so funny because I used to do every hashtag when, you know, at the beginning of my ministry, hashtag sisters. And so yeah. the little E was a star because we're all stars in God's eyes, right? We are. We're all his daughters. He loves us. And we're all special and important. And I actually like to call that out in each and every one of you. And uh, because I think that it's easy to forget in the dull drum mundane challenges of our life. 
it's easy to slip away you know, and lose yourself. And so we just want to do a little giveaway. So we have a little competition. Anna, I think this calls for some confetti on the screen. They are first the giveaway. Okay, that's it. You two can have your own girl club mug. Anna, who's uh, in this in, in studio and listening to everything that we do is going to be responsible for getting it to you. And um, Anna, you got to talk from in studio, give, give everyone the details really quickly before we get started. Okay, so to enter the giveaway, I mean, I could just say read the screen, right? But you just got to comment, real, hashtag real talk in the live chat at any point before we do the giveaway. You don't have to do it three million times. You can, but it won't make any difference. Um, and then we just have to do the legal bit to say that YouTube isn't sponsoring this. We're completely responsible for it all. The official rules are in the description, all of that good stuff. So there you all go. Back. All that good stuff. There you go. And instructions sound so much better with an English accent anyway. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so thank, thank you very much, Anna. So that's it, you guys. And, and besides that, you know, besides gifts, right? It kind of gets me into where we are in the season in general. And um, so I want to ask each of you a question today. Um, and I want you to really think about this and I want you to be real. And I want you to write down what comes to your mind immediately, not what should come to your mind, because I'm going to be transparent. I'm going to share the first thing that came to my mind. And then, you know, you sit there and go, where did that come from? And <laughs> that's a good question, because maybe stuff does come to your mind that, you know, yeah. the enemy doesn't really want, you know, or the enemy wants to throw there, you know, you don't know. Or maybe it's just a little something that you need to check in with. But whatever comes to your mind, I want you to write it down. Honestly, I don't want you to edit yourself. I want us to be real, okay? What does your heart want? That's sort of the crux of this question. What does your heart want? What are the greatest longings and desires that your soul groans for and is groaning for? You know, there's this phrase that I love that says a grateful heart loves what it receives and a wise heart loves what it gives. Now, I got to tell you, our heart loves to give and to receive. And, and they're both obviously good for you, but it is interesting that, you know, gratitude and, 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 and wisdom are kind of in involved in what should be a part of the giving and the receiving. So I really want to kind of dive into what do you harbor in your heart? You know, do you harbor joy, mm. peace, meekness, confidence, strength, wisdom, or do you harbor fear, you know, and confusion and anguish and resentment a lot of the time and bitterness and sadness? Well, God's word says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what have you noticed yourself talking about a lot lately? Like, What's your conversation all about? And as you think about that, does it reflect what you harbor in your heart or not. So I got to go first. And I was like, yeah, there's that CV. She got, yes. Um, I was going to go first, but I think Christina's answer is going to be a lot oh. more interesting. Oh girl, I'm going to have to call you later. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
We're going to be real. I got to tell you guys, I was laughing with Christina, um, Christina Reynolds. Okay, so for those of you who watch, I usually refer to Christina Reynolds as Christina and Christina Boudreaux as CB. I don't know why. I could just call you dude, dude, because that's usually what you call <laughs> everyone. So, I know. <laughs> dude thinks blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I'm, uh, you guys, I have to laugh at myself. I'm not kidding you. The When I was up this morning praying and kind of you know, writing notes about this study and, and the fellowship and the season. And, and I was like, yeah, what, you know, what do you, what do you want? And, and I swear to you, the first thought was a private plane. That's so, and I was like, oh my gosh, what? And then, then, you know, I caught myself and then it got really easy. You know, it was like, well, what do I want, want? I want my husband to be well. I want us to be healthy. You know, I want my son to, um, this was weird. After my husband being well, my next thought was I want my, my son to love me and show me his love. And I want him to be successful at his career. And I want him to have a great wife. And I want him to give me grandkids that I'm close to. Got, a lot of this is all about me. This is really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I kind of noticed that too. Um, and then, and then, you know, at, when I got down to this list, I was, I, I started feeling the tug of the Holy spirit and I was like, okay, yeah, I want to be closer to you, Jesus. Mm. I want to know God more, you know, and I, I want to be wiser and I want to walk better in the fruit of the spirit. Like, I mean, when I'm in traffic and I can't stand the world right out on the road, I want to be better walking in the fruits of the spirit, kindness, joy, love, peace, patience. I'm, I'm writing my next book on this. So it's the hardest book I've ever written because I'm going to be really real with you. Walking in those fruits of the spirit is really hard Mm -hmm. all day, every day, because you're not alone on the planet. If I was alone on the planet, I could do it, but we're not. And I've, it's the hardest book I've ever written because I have to dive really into each fruit and you know, and I, I mean, every chapter seems to be starting with, okay, I'm not very good at this. I'm working on it. You know, it's so, I mean, that's just what it is. So to be real out of the, if we speak out of the overflow of our heart was interesting about the whole plane thing and, and my son and his career and wanting my husband to be well and, and thinking about all these business things we're doing here. And I was like, you know, when it really boils down to it, yeah, I want, I, I really want more Jesus and health and the important stuff. But I talk a lot lately with my husband about what we have to do, our to-do list, what needs handling. And it revolves a lot around finishing projects and, and money. And so, you know, if I really call myself out, when it comes down to it, I realize like this week, I've been giving a lot more airtime to things that are material than to things that are eternal. And so I thought this was a really good place for us to start and, and, Mm -hmm. and if, and, and see if each of you would share and hopefully, and, and I'd love while you're remembering to write in, if you want to participate in the giveaway, hashtag real talk, um, send me in what you, what do you want? You know, what are you noticing also with yourselves? So, uh, Christina and Christina. What are you harboring in your heart? You know, what Go do you CB. want? 
She's got it. She's oh, but itching. Listen, I am gonna have to call you today, girl. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. We can yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a side note, guys. Me and Cynthia, we, I feel like we had a seven hour conversation the last time with Roger on the way. Anyways, but it's 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 in that department. Um, oh, oh, oh. 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 You mean you mean real girls, real talk, real faith, real issues, real husbands? Maybe. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> um, yeah. So honestly, so um, anyway, so I was, um, so t- I don't, you know, it was so interesting because this last week, you know, as a lot of us know, you know, just my family situation, right. And just the last three Christmases, I was, uh, you know, just escaped my family situation. I was in Montana in 2018. I was in Malaysia visiting my mom's family in 2019. And then last year I was in Florida. But then this year for Christmas, you know, the Lord's blessed me with my own cottage, you know, here in in Thousand Oaks. And I think I've just, this last year, I've traveled so much, you know, for tours. Like I was just out of town. Like, like I'm always out of state. I'm always on the road. I'm always on the go that it just the wear and tear of just like going, like it's end of the year and I'm just, I'm really tired. And like my spiritual parents that I spent Thanksgiving with live in San Diego but a part of me, even driving from Thousand Oaks to San Diego is very like, it's like four hours on Thanksgiving, you know? So I'm thinking of Christmas oh and I think it so it was actually when I was on tour last week, um, I went through, I was in New York city for three days. I had a fake Vax card for all my friends out there. Praise his holy name. And, um, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, I cannot believe you just said, I love you. I love okay. you right now. I can't believe you said that live <laughs> streaming too. It's like, yes, ah. I know. Yes. I had a fake Vax card for all friends out there, but funny story. Okay. Um, no one knows who these people are, so it's fine. Um, when I was in New York city, when I first landed there, the homies hooked it up. No one knows who I was there with. So it's fine. Um, I was there on tour. The Lord has special assignment for me. So praise him. So I had like, <laughs> dude, I think people thought I was on vacation for a week. People were like, Christina was like, I was in, I was just posting pictures of buildings and devos, but I was traveling with one of the artists that the whosoever's, you know, we disciple different people in the industry. I was traveling with one of our artists. And I'm discipling one of the girls who's one of the mainstream pop artists right now. And which is cool because I got to just meet people in the industry that that need Jesus. And that's a whole other tangent. But anyway, so I get there. These homies were going to hook it up with the fake Vax card. Um, but when I get there. Um, the police were there. No, no. So the homies hadn't landed yet. And New York City's crazy because when you walk into any place, you have to show your Vax card or else they won't let you in. So I basically called one of my whosoever buddies and I'm like, hey, the fake Vax card that um, your friend sent you, can you send it to me so I could use it? And he was like, Christina, I'm going to send it to you right now. You're going to be a 21-year-old Asian man named Josh Kim. I said, okay. Uh, Christina. Oh, my God. That's so So I was Josh Kim for a night. I just flashed it and they let me. One year old Asian. That's a Korean man named Josh Kim. That's. Do you know how many Josh Kims there are? Also, there's so many. Well, wow. I mean, yeah, we just talk about. It was so funny. So maybe Josh tra- transitioned. All, to Christina. all they do is you just flash your phone. They look at it, and I was just like, "It's Josh." They're like, "Okay." <laughs> so it was fine. It was just like an Italian restaurant. But the rest of the time, the Lord covered me, which was awesome. 
and I was under a different name. So that's what that's where we're at in the kingdom. Okay, the esters are rising. We're going under <laughs> for Jesus with the Austrian uh, baked facts cards. Oh it my god, dude, it was next level. <laughs> okay, I mean, this and is- then I flew, and then I flew to Miami, and I got tested so many times because we just had different like uh, industry events. So these people abused your nose like so often. <laughs> Anyways, so I get back to California. <laughs> I love it. I have to have a whole conversation with you guys just about that adventure. My friend was like, dude, people think you're on vacation. Because I was just posting like Devos and then New York City stuff. And people were like, why is she in New York for like two days? Actually, I was there for three days. Um, it was like the movie Cool Runnings, by the way. Like it was so cold. You know, like, I get off the airplane and I'm wearing every layer I have. And then I go to Miami and I'm like stripping the layers. <laughs> oh, my, sorry, this is kind of the hour. Okay. So anyways. Sorry, Anna. So I get there. No, no, no. So, so I'm having this whole conversation with the Lord of just like, you know, being back and I'm just like, okay, Lord, I really want, um, I don't know, just like this stirring in my heart for family, you know, and just, you know, wanting to, to, okay, sorry. So when I was in New York, sorry, this whole tangent, um, I hadn't seen, there was this one, one of my aunts out of my mom's whole 15, you know, siblings, the day I moved out of my parents' house, she lives next door to my parents. She saw me moving out and she said, Christina, I'm so proud of you because she knows the dynamics that I've had to go through. She knows everything my family's had to go through. And she just said, I'm proud of you and it's time for you to live your life. Her daughter was in her residency rotations as a doctor in, in New York City during this time. And I didn't even know if she was still going to be there. I just was like, oh, like Caitlin's in New York. And as I was flying to New York, the Lord just really stirred my heart. And I, and I felt like the Lord was like, just FaceTime her. So as soon as I landed in Queens, I FaceTimed my cousin and I was like, what's up? She's like, what's up? She's like, guess who's here? She turned the camera and her mom was there, which is my favorite aunt. And then my other aunt was there. And I was like, oh my gosh. So that night after I used my Josh Kim um, fake Vax card to go to dinner and then my, the girl I'm traveling with, you know, she's, she was back in the hotel um, she, I was like, oh, is it cool, you know, if I kick it with my, because we were in Manhattan, like we were staying at the Hilton UN, which is right next there. It's like Times Square, Rockefeller Center, everything's right there. Right. And I got to see my aunts and my cousin for the first time in a year and a half ever since I moved out. And I got to have my own like kind of Christmas with them in New York City. We went to the Rockefeller Center. We went to Times Square. We went to like this bakery thing. We got to just have like a family time with them. But what it did for me was that I think it triggered a lot of like my family stuff that I hadn't been able to see them in like a year and a half. And so when I got home, I just like ever this whole week, I've just been so wrecked. Like God has just been breaking my heart. And I was looking, I was like reading through the story of how when Jesus, you know, was born in Bethlehem, how out of all the homies he decided to reveal himself to, it was the shepherds, you know what I'm saying? And it says that these, these fools were afraid because number one, they're like out in the fields. Number two, they're the ones that are overlooked, not seen, not connected. You know what I'm saying? And it said that they just like appeared and these guys were probably like, what the heck? But the Lord through that story was like, Christina, like I invited the ones that are unseen to witness the birth of my son. 
you know, and I, when I think of Christ being born in a manger, it's like he was born in a feeding trough. Like I go to the ranch where my horse is at feeding troughs are not fancy where I look like the homies, like the, we have a couple like, you know, Hispanic homies that come through and feed my horse. Hey, twice a day, the feeding troughs are not fancy. Like they have gunk in it. Like it's really nasty. It gets muddy in there. We have to clean out their feeding troughs because it gets not like gnarly. So when you put hay in there, and for our Savior to be born in that, and to, for for the Lord for the Lord to choose two shepherds as a guest of honor to witness the birth of the Son of the Universe, you know, the, of the God of the Universe, is so like mind blowing. And the Lord through that story was like, Christina, I see you. I know you don't have family this Christmas, but I see you. You know, because it's one thing. You know, I have different people that are like, oh, you could come to my house for Christmas. You could come to my house for Christmas. But for me, Christmas is such a sacred thing when it comes to people and their families that I feel like I'm crashing someone else's party. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not my family. And so a part of me, honestly, this year was like, bro, I don't even want to think about Christmas. Like, I just want to fast forward. Like, I honestly was like, screw Christmas. Screw Christmas Day. I'm like, Lord, I don't even want to think about it because I don't want to think about the loneliness that I have to go Mm. through. Because yeah. I don't have my family right now. I could see my family, but I would be around my abuser for two days and that's not fun. Right. And so it's just for me, that story. So all week I was just remind, I was honestly, it was daunting this week where I was literally just like, dude, I don't even want to think about, I don't want to think about Christmas. I don't want to think about New Year's. I'm spending New Year's with some of my who service team, but I don't know, just Christmas is such a daunting thing. But the Lord was just reminding me, like, I want you, Christina, to find the shepherds this Christmas, the ones that are disconnected, that don't have families. And I want you to invite them to the table. And so there's one of my friends that's on staff who has a crazy story. Like, she's in her 40s, but her mom committed suicide when she was, like, six years old. Her And she was put in foster care. Her dad's completely, like, out of the picture and on my birthday, she texted me and wanted to spend my birthday with me a couple of days after, but it was really her birthday that Friday, a couple of days after. And she was like, what are you doing for Christmas? And I was like, you know, I think I'm going to be in San Diego with my spiritual parents. And she's like, oh, okay. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, I don't, I don't have plans. She's like, I don't want to think about Christmas because I don't have, you know, family. And ever since that mm-hmm. day, last month, the Lord was like, it's been stirring my heart for her. So yesterday I said, let's do Christmas together. So we made a list of all the things, you know, and we're going to be doing Christmas together and, you know, we're going to get some of our friends together out here and go on a hike and do like s'mores and stuff. But the Lord has asked me to create family for those that don't have family this Christmas day. Mm. And so, yeah, dude, it's like, I went from. Give me a mic drop, Anna. Give us a mic drop. Give us a mic drop. Christmas mic drop. Here it comes. There you go. (laughs) Gift drop. But like how many people on wow, Christmas, hey. how many people around the holidays commit suicide? Because it reminds mm. them of the like how many people drink themselves to sleep? Like how many people and the aching I felt this week mm. was so raw. Like I went home after our we had our junior high Christmas or we for our junior highs, we had a Christmas party on Wednesday for our high schoolers, we had a Christmas party on Thursday. I went home on Thursday. Because I was actually on the drive back from my photo shoot on on Thursday that I was just felt lost, to be honest with you. I felt very lost. I was like, Lord, I don't know where I belong. Like when I think Mm. of table I belong at Christmas, I'm like, bro, I feel so lost right now. And then I just like, I got home, I took a nap, I went to our high school Christmas party. 
And like, I wept during our prayer time. I was like, you guys, I'm so sorry. They're like, no, Christina, we love you. Like you do so much for us and we love you. And then that night I got home and I ran the shower for an hour and I'm just standing in the shower and I'm screaming, dude. Cause I was just like, Lord, nothing has changed after a year. Sorry. I'm trying to figure out where we're at. Oh, wait, sorry. Okay. Am I here? Oh yes. I'm sorry. Sorry. I got a call. Um, I was like, Lord, nothing has changed after a year. Mm -hmm. And I was just so, yeah, you know, I, I was just very like, you know, like my soul, dude, my soul. I, but I feel like that night and this last week, the Lord allowed me to feel whatever, what all of these broken, hurting, lonely people feel on Christmas. And he's like, I want you to find the shepherds and invite Mm -hmm. them to the table. And I'm like, dude, we're Mm going to find shepherds this Christmas. And we're going to invite them to the feeding trough, you know, I, in the stables. Because <laughs> I'm just I, like, I will find the lonely souls and I will love them to I create family it. for them. Because I'm just like, I have my cottage and I'm just like, I'm just going to, even if it's one, like my friend, even if it's for one, I'm going to find all the homies and we're going to have a party. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I'm going to love the lonely souls this Christmas. I, I, yeah. I got, I, you know, I got to tell you, I, first of all, yes. Christina Reynolds is probably aware, as am I, and I hope the rest of you are, that the beauty of Christina Boudreaux is that Homegirl just went from a fake Vax card to having <laughs> us in tears about Josh Kim. The shepherds and creating, I mean, I mean, CB, you are uniquely anointed and blessed and for such a time as this. And I got to tell you, that is, I'm hearing you say, so, you know, what do you want in your heart? God heard you, family, because he knows what we really want in our heart. And and what are you feeling, you know, in your heart? And what what are you harboring there? And you, you know, and I'm hearing, man, I was harboring sadness and some resentment and mm-hmm. anger and bitterness. Like my my, you know, my parents are harboring the person that sexually abused me and set my life into so many like, you know, directions yeah. because of it. And and then what I'm hearing is God's faithfulness to actually pick you up, let you know that he sees you and show you the purpose in you and your story. And, and yes, I mean, the depth of the lessons that you find in your everyday stuff is, it's such an example to all of us, like mm. pay attention when you're feeding the horses. Pay attention when you're, you're, you're studying who were the shepherds, what was their life look like? You know, they weren't like some famous people in the Bible. No, they were actually the guys that were overlooked. They were the guys who tended the sheep, you know, the sheep stink sometimes, you know, who were these people? And for you to actually then partner with the Lord in creating family for them and creating tradition for these people that God is surely going to bring you CB, but he's also going to create family for you too. Because I got to tell you, we don't choose our family in life. We're born into situations. Right. And, but the people that I have chosen as my friends and family, it's a, it's God. It's a God thing. They're always people that God has highlighted to me and their family. And it's different. You know, they're the family I can cry with. They're the family I can grow with. They're the family I can fellowship with. And 
I think that's why, you know, when I got past my private plane, shallow, depthless, I mean, the depth of a thimble moment, I laughed at myself because really and truly, you know, it all boils down to a lesson my father said to me on his deathbed. And I, when I asked him, I said, dad, what do you, you know, what, what's the most important thing in life? And he looked at me and this is a man who has lived. I mean, he lived through so much, even historically as a nation, you know, marched on Washington with, uh, with my, um, with Martin Luther King and my mother and, you know, became the first black man to own banks in white banks in America. And, all this stuff that he lived through being very, very wealthy and very, very poor and up and down and all kinds of stuff. The life lesson he told me was, honey, the most important thing in life is people, people. Mm -hmm. You can't do anything without people. You don't have joy or happiness without people. People are what matters most. And I mean, Christina, what a beautiful opportunity you have to create something beautiful. Like make your own traditions, correct the wrongs on your own. Yeah. 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 It is. It's honestly like, cause honestly, like I'm even like, I don't even have a Christmas tree in my house. Cause I, I honestly just can't afford to get one right now. Like I don't, I can't afford to get like Christmas decorations or a tree it's like Christmas trees are low-key expensive. So I'm just like, okay, maybe I'll go like to the hills and try to cut down like a palm tree or something. But I just, Girl, those you know, are big. You know, like I don't really even, I've been on the road so much, but even like. You have not because you asked not though. Let me throw that out there. Cause that just hit me because honestly, cool. yeah. it's true, right? Sometimes we can get, you know, st- stuck in ourself, right? And we don't ask. And I, look, you're a tough, strong, independent woman. So is, yeah. so are you, Christina, you know, I mean, we're all that way, right? Yeah. And so it's very difficult for us to often, I think, ask or put something out there. I got to tell you, I wish that I had known that you needed a Christmas tree. I am blessed to have Christmas trees in my garage that literally are in an assortment of sizes and shapes because of the various homes that we've lived in. And I, I mean, I, my mom goes, are, are you going to take a tree to Tennessee? I was like, mom, I have nine foot ceilings in Tennessee. I had 14 and 12 foot ceilings in California and Kansas. No, I'm buying a tree. You see that cute little thing over my shoulder? That's my tree for this house. And it's going to have to work because none of my other trees would fit. And I have, but I have all these trees at my house, Christina, and I have Christmas decorations. Like I have a storage unit full of Christmas decorations and they're in California. You think, what was I going to do? Put them in a suitcase? Like, no. And they're not being used. And I wish that I had known because you could have gone there and you could have like borrowed or had so much stuff. So, I mean, that's a little bit of a lesson. Like, ladies, dude. Yeah. Speak up. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You're not alone. Yeah. I know, dude. Yeah. And so I'm just at like, even. Uh oh. She froze on us. Yeah. Christina's been having some tech challenges today. Yeah. And, and, and while she unfreezes herself, she's going to have to log back in. I, I, I'd love to move, you know, Christina to you. Cause I think I, you're such a, you're such a deep thinker, you know, and I'm, I am. you I are, yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. You're and sweet. I, 
well, you are, but I mean, and I, what do you want in your heart, you know, and, and what yeah. have you been talking about? And does it reflect what's in mm -hmm. your heart? You know, uh, to be honest, um, I think like 10 years ago, I would have been like, I want to, you know, I want X amount of money and I want to drive a Tesla and this and that. And it would have been very much what I wanted materialistically. Um, but now flash forward many years. And now that I'm <laughs> matured a lot and gone through some stuff, you know, this year has been so incredibly hard. I know we shared that, you know, we've been sharing about um, the difficulties of these last few years, but this is the first, uh, the last few months, I'm just gonna be super honest here, <laughs> is the first time that I've really struggled with some serious depression. Um, mm. It's the first time that I've, it's really been hard, you know, go through things like read your Bible, listen to worship, listen to teachings, try to like fight it. Like, and it seems like it's not working. Um, mm. And, and, and it, it's not a depression like, oh, I want to go kill myself or like, woe is me. It's nothing like that. But it, I think it is very specific to what the Lord yeah. is doing in my life right now. And he is, he's killing me. He's killing um, the parts mm. of me that aren't truly me. So that I can be rebirthed and re remolded remolded into what he had planned. Not not this brokenness that I've lived for 30 plus years, you know? So yeah. so this death has literally like all these dreams <sighs> and projects and like hopes for the future have all kind of died, you know. And yeah. I'm not gonna say this in like a depressing way, but like like these things that I clung to that made me feel like I have purpose, I have I have something to look forward to, or I'm going to have influence for the kingdom and stuff. They've all kind of died. Like I literally sit here. I'm like, what I want for my life? Nothing. Like there's nothing that I find worth living for other than for him. So with that being said, it sounds very, I don't know. So when you wrote that, when you wrote that, um, kind of that, that text going, Hey, what is it that your heart wants? And you're like, I want to play. I'm like, dude, that's what I would have wanted like a few years ago, but literally, cause I've been so stripped of everything. And I felt like, I'm like, I just want, I was like, I feel like I've been living in suffering and I'm seeing suffering all around me. Mm -hmm. All I want, it sounds so like lame, but all I want is like to truly be happy. I want to be happy and I want happiness for my friends and for my family. And, you know, as a, as a family, we're, we're kind of reading, we're studying about, you know, you know, uh, Jesus is coming, peace, joy, hope, love, all of that. And just the other day we were learning about the word Shalom, which is, you know, I believe is the Hebrew word for peace. And um, basically what it means, I, I used to think peace was, wow, the storm is going crazy in your life. There's like all this conflict and peace just means chill out. It's going to be, everyone's chilled out. That's what I thought peace was. But in all actuality, peace means in the midst of like out of this world complexity, everything fits together. You know, every piece in its wow. right place, every person, their quirks, their personality, um, everyone's giftings, you know, all of the, everything comes into alignment. That's yeah. what peace is. And that's what Jesus came to bring. And I'm like, oh God, I want that. Yes, I want yeah. peace in my relationships, but I want everything in my life, in the life of, in the lives of those that I love, in our nation, in the world to all fit perfectly together. Because at that point I'm like, oh my gosh, it'll be easy. And 
And what I realized with, with um, what you said about people, that's where, that's where we need peace is because we need people. Like I need all of you. I need the people that I don't like. I need us to be at peace. I need their giftings to come forth. My giftings come forth and, and for all of us to be able to serve and love one another. Cause that's when we will have like our greatest fulfillment. That's when we will feel like we have, you know, that, that longing for family, that longing for acceptance, for greatness, for influence, all those things that we really long for, for success, for finances. I mean, I think of like all the corruption in our world right now. I'm like more and more, I'm like, is there anything that's right? Is there anything yeah. that's pure? Is there anyone who has tons yeah. of money who doesn't have an agenda to control and destroy? Like I'm wrestling with these things. And so yeah. I'm like, I want true peace, shalom peace where we all fit together. There is no conflict. There is no um, oppression. There's no suffering, but we're all walking in like true alignment. So that sounds like, so like, (laughs) I don't know. That's where I'm at. Cause I'm, I'm like, I want to feel, I want to be happy. I'm not happy. I like, it's been really difficult these last few months where it's like, I'm like cooking, like homeschooling, cooking and cleaning like those bare, bare minimum things for life feels like, like, like mountains to me. They're so hard because I feel just like so stripped and so like, like, like I'm dying is what it feels like. So that's, Mm. so that's Mm. what I want. I want to, can I just, can I just testify girl? Okay. Sorry. You finished that thought. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm I'm not the only one. Right. And that's, no, you're not the only one. That's what gives me hope though. Is that like, like, yeah. this is, this is like a necessary means to peace. It's like, I can't, me and we cannot fit together. If I have these, ja- if I've grown these jagged extra parts yeah, that are like rage yeah. and anger and self-protection, the Lord has been opening my eyes to how much I'm like self-protecting, how much I'm like, oh my God, I'm just so wicked. And like, I'm so broken. I'm like, I need, I, I want to yield to the death so that I don't have to go around this mountain again. So, so in, hopefully in the midst of that, that peace will come and I'll be able to, because I'm telling you the conflict that the relational conflict that we've had over this year has been, I felt so alone. I've wanted to be alone. I've been like, screw everybody. Like you're just out to hurt me. And I just had this really great conversation with one of my best friends. And she was like, you are in the most, this is the perfect place for you to be where you are. So she's like, what you feel right now is vulnerability. Cause I'm scared. I'm literally scared that when I meet people, they're just going to like destroy my heart. That's how I feel. And she's like, no, Christina, this is the, but she was like, this is the most beautiful place to be to have your heart open, not to let people in, but to have your heart so open before the Lord that, that only he can defend you. And that when you get your heart thrashed, you go to him and he walks you through this healing process of like putting down your walls of self, like self protection. Yeah. It freaking yeah. sucks, guys, but I know yeah. it's under something good. And and even my husband has said, like, even our last trip to see family, he was like, he was like, Christina, he was like, you loved so well. I know you didn't enjoy that, but I saw something different. It wasn't just serving and keeping and biting your tongue and keeping your mouth shut and just like running, you know, avoiding conflict and just serving. He was like, You were you really got in the fight. So I have to believe yeah. that even in the midst yeah. of the pain of it, it's producing something beautiful. And hopefully 2022, 
I will begin to feel, I'll cross over from the suffering in the morning into joy is what I'm hoping. Yeah. Because like, yeah. I'm like clinging and I, I barely feel like I'm getting through the day. Christina, you know something? <laughs> no, I, I, I get it, you know, and, and not to be sorry, not to be so no. depressing. It's well, not depressing. Girl, girl, they back in New York, girl. We just had to start off with comedy hour and then we go into all the things. I, I did. I know it's, it's typical, yeah, typical us. We laugh and we cry as hard yeah. as, you know, and we laugh to get through the morbid moments. Cause that's all yeah. I can. Yeah. Well, yeah. And look, you guys, you know, you said something interesting, Christina, about getting, you know, through and maybe next year being, you know, a year of joy. And I got to tell you, it's really interesting. First of all, I'm writing right now on peace. And I just finished writing the chapter on joy. And, you know, joy is an interesting one because, and we know scripture says the joy of the Lord is our strength. And I, I've often been like, okay, <laughs> how do I, you know, all right, Lord, trying to get, you know, to that in the midst of feeling like, you know, you're in a trough, right. And you're, you're sludging through and, mm -hmm. and. I got to tell you something. And, and this study, has it's been so amazing on joy. So for me, because the joy of the Lord being your strength is about the knowledge of who God is. Who is he? You, and and it's, it's, what does his word say? What is who his promises say? How did he make me? And why did he, it's all about the knowledge and the relationship that you have uh, with God. It's, and it's really more about the knowledge. Do you have faith in the in what the word of God says about who God is? Because if you do, and when you do, you can have joy no matter what you're going through. Because mm -hmm. even if I'm sitting here and I'm crying and I'm upset and I feel depressed or sad or whatever it may be, I know that my God is a healer. I know that my God can do right. all things. And I, right. and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I know, I know the word of God to rely on. And that's why I think it's interesting what you say, because one of the things I've, I've, I've really seen you working through this year here on girl club, very transparently is what you've been going through and struggling through. And you're often doing it and starting with a Bible in your hand. And Christina, I'm telling you, when you come out of this, <laughs> you gonna come out like gold, girl. You know what I'm saying? Warrior, power chick, like yes. woo! Josh Kim, Josh Kim, beware <laughs> wherever you are. <laughs> the Asian invasion is coming for real. <laughs> girl, girl, Josh. Right. Yeah. And Christina, it's so crazy because, dude, like, even this last week, right? I think the Lord has been kind of like this whole vulnerability thing, dude, where it's hard. Mm. Like even, um, Oh my God. I, it, it literally, I'm crawling the thought that I no, have to be Oh like yeah, this. girl. Girl, I'm crawling too, girl. We crawling. We're crawling across the finish line. Yeah. Girl, on Thursday, yeah. I'm literally. No, wait. Like, and, and I'm crawling for real across the finish line when my first thought is I need a plane. Yeah, I can't take the airport anymore, Lord. Crawling. And then I'm crawling because I need a Christmas tree. So if anyone wants to, you know, I'm just kidding, dude. I'm going to find a palm tree. We are so, let me tell you something we're laughing and you guys, you guys know, you know, as regulars who watch, you know, we, we find the humor in, in everything. And, but we're all so blessed. 
Like the fact that each and every one of you around the world and the fact that the three of us here can get on a phone or a computer and log in even to have fellowship with each other is a lot more than than maybe the majority of people in the world can do today. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But Christina, even like on Thursday, dude, it's like, I'm coming back for my shoe. And this is like, because I think sometimes in ministry settings, when we're in something like this, it's, it's more easy to be vulnerable, right? Because we're ministering to people or whatever. Or even when I'm on tour with whosoever's, we get vulnerable when we're talking to people, you know, in rehabs or churches or whatever. But even on Thursday, as we're praying right before a high school party and I broke down, like, I don't like to do that because I was just like, this is like with our friends, you know, our leaders and stuff. And I was like, dude, I'm not trying to cry. I don't want the focus to be on me. And then like yesterday I walked into like our, our staff meetings at church and we had a Devo time and I asked for prayer and then dude, I lost it again. And I was literally beating myself up that the Lord was like, Christina, like being vulnerable for you is easy in a ministry setting, but being vulnerable mm, for people true. to where they see the cracks and they can then meet those needs and, mm. and, and love you and whatever yeah. it is. I like, dude, it is hard. Cause even right now, like I remember when everything happened with everything I went through in Montana, the biggest thing, my friend, one of my good friends told me, she's a human trafficking survivor. She said, Christina, the hardest thing for you is going to be to keep loving and keep your heart open. And even with everything that I've gone through, like even for this Christmas, dude, I was like, forget everyone. Okay. I was like, ET phone home, forget all of you. I wanted to just like be in my house by myself on Christmas, like the humbug, the Grinch, like all the things like Ebenezer Scrooge and just be like, forget all these people because I've been hurt, you know what I'm saying? Like family, like it cuts so deep. And a part of me was even just like, I don't even want to ask people to come because I don't want to be like dipping in on someone else's gig. And a part of me was just going through all this stuff, you know, just the enemy was putting lies in my mind. Like, see, Christina, you've been Mm -hmm. faithful all year serving the Lord and look at where you're at. You've been ministry, you've been loving others, but who's here to love you? And the Lord reminded me through that story of the shepherd, like, Christina, I see you, like, I'm there to love you, like all this stuff, you know? And, and so, dude, I'm with you in that, that vulnerability. Mm. I've been crying in front of people all week, dude. People I've ministered oh. to, I've been crying to all week. The Lord's cracked me wide open. Right. And I'm literally just like losing my cookies. <laughs> but the Lord's like, people, people, <laughs> people need to see that because yeah. it's real, dude. Like, it's yeah. so real. Well, be, because, you know, if they don't, I mean, the reality is that we, each and every one of us and each and every you, each and every one of you watching, we're, we're, I mean, we are the manifestation of Christ on earth, right? As his kids, we, we're supposed to let the light shine through us in the darkness. And, and we know that the darkness won't put it out. And when we're going through dark times, know that even when you're crying and you're breaking down and you're being broken, the light of Christ is still shining through you. And Mm -hmm. I believe in my own experiences that that light shines even brighter when I'm totally vulnerable, totally stripped and completely at the end of myself. Because when I am totally at the end of myself, he begins. When I'm not at the end of myself, I still got a little bit of me. I can still put up a little bit of this wall. I can put a little bit of this humor on. I can still hide, Mm. you know, behind my own created things that I think will protect me. But, you know, we all know, we've all been through inner healing and, and we all know that our brokenness wants to make 
a way for itself. It wants to protect itself, Mm. but that's not what God wants. God's like, no, come to me, all you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Put on my yoke. You know, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. And I don't know what it is about that, that sometimes we really don't hear as believers, but that is a, that is a major answer to what any of you want in your heart right now. We all really want our burdens lifted, right? I mean, I don't want, you know, that, that thought that I think, you know, came from the enemy, not from me, the devil made me think it, right? You know, what do you want? I, I want a plane. Then I want my, my, my son and my husband and I to be healthy and for, to have a better relationship with Jesus. Mm, priorities a little flipped upside down there, but, but it's, I hate my husband and I travel a lot. And I, I hate when he gets on a plane because I have fears of him getting more ill, you know, or, or dealing with more than he's already dealt with this year with surgeries and thyroid cancers and all this stuff. And, but really what that is, is I want my burden to be lightened. I want my load to be easier. You know, when those of us, I'm looking at comments from Miche, you know, and Desiree about their children. You know, I'd like God to sort out my adult kids' lives as I keep trying to be the mama bear and sort it for them. And I can't, only God can, he knows best, you know? And that sentiment is echoed by Desiree, who identifies with Miche you know, and, and about her adult kids. And, and I got to tell you, you know, all of us, we, we're burdened for our kids to be well. I'm burdened for my son to have, to, to serve the Lord, love the Lord, uh, to be a, a light wherever he goes, to not get seduced by the world, to, you know, to, it, it's crazy, right? To be successful, but not be sedu- seduced by success. To, right. to it, it, What are we all really saying we want? We want God to say, I am real and I have your burden. I mean, and that, that's what I hear a lot of the, the struggle is, you know, and, and, and he's faithful. He's faithful. You know, I, I, I believe that in times like this, we got to really look at his resume in our lives, you yeah. know, Look at, look at what he's brought us from. I mean, over the next few weeks, we're going to be going in depth with, with each of you and your testimony, because I think a lot of people who are, who are newer to girl club and haven't been here since the beginning, when we started in the pandemic and we were real about everything, politics, George Floyd, black lives matter. I mean, it was going down over here and maybe it was a good thing that it, you know, was, it was just us working stuff out and, and not really opening the floor up for viewers in the way that we are now. But I mean, for real, like for those of you who know us, you, you've heard our testimonies, you know, we're not just the girls in leadership who come to you sitting on your screen and it's like, oh, their lives are perfect. No (laughs) girl. No. No. We're crawling. We're crawling. Right. And, but listen, but I believe the power is in the crawl period. Like, and, 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 and and the power is in the fact that we share the crawl openly because you guys need to all know that Jesus loves you and whatever you're going through, he will make a way for you. Even if it is crawling under the couch and not walking around the couch, it does not matter. We serve a mighty and an awesome God. 
you know, mm -hmm. and it's, and it's, and it's, it's true. And I just, I love like, literally I'm reading one of the comments, you know, COVID it's and fear of being around Listen to this COVID. This is from Roxanne COVID and fear of being around unvaccinated family members is another reason many people will be alone this Christmas. I mean, yeah. Get a fake bags card, Josh. I am. <laughs> you know, there is someone. I hope. I hope that there's never anyone watching who knows Josh Kim because oh it's Josh oh, is going to get a phone call. There's, there's so a million of them. There's, right, there's some girl using a Vax card with your name on it. Okay, CGM does not endorse the use of fake Vax cards. I do, however, laugh my little heart out when I hear Miss Boudreaux down here taking us on one of her wild rides because she oh is always gosh. on a wild ride. But it's all, you know, the crazy thing is, but it's always for ministry. Yeah, Christina is like always like, I got to go here and minister and I can't be stopped. And God love you, CB. But like, you know, I don't have brake pads, but I got to go serve. <laughs> like, oh my no, God. dude, no, dude, the brake, the calibers, the brake pads and the rotors all went out that day. Like they were dragging like it was no, I know I can't. I, it I was can't. over here like, oh, I can't yeah. even. I mean, I, I mean, you the know what? Risk of death. Even that day, even that day, I literally when I flew to New York, I was like, okay, dude, if I get arrested, we'll start a prison ministry. Okay, so, oh, I know you will not be so the Lord. I you will not there. be stopped. The Lord and you will not be stopped. And that Bro, is. The I get there, and I was just like, you know what, dude? Because because this is what I figure, right? I've been to India, right? When you go to India and you're at customs. You don't tell them that you're there as a missionary. You tell them that you're there as a tourist, right? So you tell them what they need to hear. I've smuggled Bibles into, you know, the Philippines, you know, Malay, you know, just like all these places, right? Even when we tour through Mexico with the whosoever's, we don't tell them that this product is for church events. We're like, oh yeah, like, you know, we just tell them what they need to hear and then we move on. It's the same thing with the Vax cards. Like you just tell them like, yeah, Yosh Kim, you know, and they don't question. Yosh, Yosh Kim. Question. Yeah. You are so it hilarious. is. It's like the same thing. It's for Jesus, you know. It's undercover. People really oh, thought I was on vacation, though. Low key, is. like they were just like, "What are you doing?" I don't, girl. girl I mean, I, listen. I will say this much, you know, because I don't want to make light of Roxanne's comment, right? Oh, yeah, my bad, yeah. No, no, no. Sir, because it's true. You know, a lot of people are in a lot of fear right yeah. now, and and no matter what you think about, you know getting vaccinated or not getting vaccinated. It's, it's your choice, you know? And I, I, I believe, you know, we live in a nation that's about free will. We serve a God who's about free will. Well, we don't live in a nation that's about free will, but we, we always have traditionally. So you pray about it and you do what you feel is right. And, and, and I will always support someone who says, I prayed about this and this is right for me and, saying, and, yeah. and go with Jesus, you know? But I mean, I do think we need to remember that there are a lot of people that mm. are living in fear and, and they're going to be separated from their families on a holiday. And I got to tell you, in the height of the pandemic, what we did last Christmas, and I'll share this with you, because each and every one of you who's watching, I believe is called to leadership or you would not be here. You know, because if I don't know anything, I know one thing about these sisters and many of you sisters watching leaders. Leaders, warriors for Jesus, leaders meant to shine in your homes, meant to shine in your communities. You are meant to shine in this world. We are the Esters rising all around the globe. We rising, I, girl. We rising. That's right. Fake backs, right. cards, and all. <laughs> and, 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 
I got to say this in all seriousness, like you are leaders. And as leaders, I, I think what you need to do is pray about the ways that you can lead your family through this very yeah. fearful moment in history. Because yeah. what do we all want? That's the question, you know, that we started the day with. What do, what do you want in your heart? And I think in most of our hearts, we have a burden for our families. We love our families. We love our friends. So if, if there's fear about getting together, if there's, you know, whatever, if, if there, there are friends or family that you have who are estranged from their friends or family, you can pull them in. And you know what we did last year, I organized a family Zoom and there were like 30 of us on this family Zoom. And it, I did it for my mom. This was her Christmas present because my mom, she said 19 boosters by this point. She is, she's got a vaccine for the vaccine. Okay. Cause my mama (laughs) is 77 and she was afraid and this makes her feel confident. And so I just pray that there will be no negative effect over her or reaction the way a lot of people have had to it. And, and praise the Lord. He answers our prayers. So Mm -hmm. see, there is, there is no fear, right. Or condemnation for those of us who are in Christ Jesus, whatever you got to do, right. You do you. However, it's so beautiful because my mom was, she, she was so filled with joy as each person popped on the screen, just like we were coming to her house. Okay. And left, got to go. Love you. Merry Christmas. And there we were like all the family members popping in and out and for two hours. And by the time we were done, my mom called me after and she said, that was the best Christmas gift I've ever had. I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone has come to the house and visited. I'm going to bed. I love you. Good night. And you know, so we can lead. Like sometimes we think leadership is about this formal thing. No, mm. you know, leadership is about like doing the right thing in your social group or your friend group or your family, being the one to say, I know how to unify in a world that has divided. I know how to love in a world that is giving an awful lot of hate. I know how to listen, even if I don't agree with how you're living in a world that would cancel you because of that, right? That's what it means to be, I think, chosen for leadership. That's what, that's what the world needs today. That's what God needs us to be. Because who, what would Jesus do if he were here? Would he be divisive? No, he's God of unity, peace, love, right? joy, patience, kindness. Would he be afraid? No, he loved not his life even unto death. He was not afraid on the cross. He freely went there for the joy of knowing that he would be Mm. saving each and every one of us. You know, Mm. did he have doubt in his calling? Sure. There were moments in the garden where he said, I wish this cup could pass from me, but you know, I'm in this, I'm, I'm, I'm going through it right now but I'm coming out on the other side. That's where all of us are. You know, Christina, you've been there. You've been in it this year. Nova had a breakdown last week and we talked after and she was like, I'm so in it. You know, the enemy was telling Nova, for those of you who know Nova from here, the enemy was telling her that she had nothing to offer, nothing to share and nothing to teach. No, dude. Such a lie. No, whatever spirit is telling her that, and I will wring their neck in the kingdom. Okay, whatever spirits are telling me, right, 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 right. No, but it is, dude, because when you 
when I hear that and when I think of Nova, I'm just like, Nova is regal. Okay. You think of regal right, cinema, yeah. like home girl is royalty. Like she is like she doing is. it. And so when I hear that, I'm just like, are you kidding me? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, even with Christina, as you were talking about, like, you know, like, you know, like everything, I'm just like, no, Christina's killing it, dude. Like, Cynthia's mm. killing it. I woke up this morning and I was like, I need girl club. <laughs> I was like, I need Anna's British accent. I need Cynthia. I need Christina. I need because it is like the enemy is lying to people yeah. i feel like he the lord revival's on the on the horizon my friends mm. he's trying to get this all out before it hits open yeah so we gotta stand fast and we gotta go hard amen i'm telling myself that too with my crooked side that's a mic drop give me a mic drop anna please we gotta we gotta <laughs> stay in it go fast and go hard yeah it's dude. true you yeah, know, where, where, where's my gift drop? There it is. Yeah, <laughs> my job. Can we, how about some Christmas effects? Give us some <laughs> snow and there. Yeah, yeah. Leave the lights on. Leave the lights on. Yes. What is going? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> See, Boudreaux, dude, homie, you can have Christmas at your house, girl. Just get on, get on Zoom with those shepherds that can't get to your house. Okay. Seriously. I got a PSA announcement on it and be like, everyone party at my house. I'm going to have like 50 people in the house. Exactly. Yeah. Probably. Probably. And, yeah. and and you know what? And and anybody who's not saved, take them to CB's house because they'll be saved by the end of the day. You know, and, and I, listen, I, I, I just, so I'd love to hear just a, you know, a final word or a scripture from each of you that for everyone uh, to share with everyone who's watching, if you have one. Um, about, you know, look, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So we got to get our hearts together so that we can speak the right things. And when we hear ourselves speaking about things that are like, wait, whoa, this isn't necessarily the most edifying, the most godly, the most, you know, uh, uplifting thing I can be speaking to this other person, these other people, or to myself and into my own life. You got to sit down and check your heart. Where's your heart? Because that's what's influencing what's coming out of your mouth. And if if doubt and lack of faith or lack of trust or insecurity or fear is coming out of your mouth in some way and the things that you say, that means it's in your heart. And God doesn't want those things in your heart. He wants to root them out. He wants to give you joy. He wants you to know who he is. So get in your word so that he can fill your heart with joy so that the things that come out of your mouth can line up with the joy of the Lord. And that really is your strength, you know, so faith can come out of your mouth, you know? So, I mean, I just, I, 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 I tell my son every day, Hey, when you wake up, be a noticer of yourself. How are you feeling? What's going on in your heart? And then deal with that first before you get out of the bed and go start your day. And that's just something that I try to do. And I feel it's really important. And some seasons I'm really good at doing it. And some other seasons I, you know, I forget, hey, wait a minute. I need to be checking my heart every day. Be a noticer of yourself. Anna knows. She just put it up on screen because I say it all the time. You could turn the Christmas lights back on. I really like the Christmas lights. <laughs> um, but yeah, be a noticer of yourself, you know, and, and that's really, I mean, that's really be a noticer of yourself and your own heart. So you can check your heart and make sure that what's coming out of your mouth is as powerfully blessed as the God that you serve, mm -hmm. you know, and, mm -hmm. um, closing thought, 
final word for today? Yeah. I have a verse. Yes. I'm always like sharing I love my. It. Uh, I love it. She shares the I'm important stuff. I'm sharing my sadness with you guys, but now this is like it. more uplifting. Um, good. Well, <laughs> good. Um, good. So I've, I've been thinking of Isaiah 61, where it's talking about the anoint, how Jesus has been anointed, you know? Mm. And I'm just going to read it. I was trying to find a good version, but. But it's kind of what you're saying, Cynthia, like it comes down to how do you battle it? It's like, how do you have joy? It's like you focus on who he is and what he does. Mm. And that's so true because then it takes us off of ourselves. What am I going through? What am, what is he killing in me? It's like, whoa, like that is, you're getting, like I'm getting distracted. Everything. Everything. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah, He's yeah. killing right. everything in you and that's <laughs> it. You got your answer. Now you might as well focus on the Lord. Right? Exactly. Right, right. So, um, and even, and even in the midst, cause then there's like different layers, right? And there's, there are layers of like, oh my God, what's going on in the world, this craziness, whatever. But I'll just read this really quick. It says the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness, um, for the prisoners to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor my favorite part and the day of vengeance of our God. Cause I really, one of my biggest heart cries has been like, what, what are you going to avenge me? <laughs> so, you know, just like a little baby, what are you going to avenge me? Anyways, um, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. And they will be called oaks of righteousness, um, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. And I think the thing that that encourages me the most, the most about this is that I think that if there's like a twofold or two part to this, like he has he's already done it when he came. Right. He spiritually set us free and all this stuff. But there but I'm really looking for the day when he comes and he does it physically and it's completely done. You know, what I mean. Like yeah. I, I was reading this book, it's called Imagine Heaven. And it just talks about all these near death. It's like a whole book of hundreds of near death experiences, saved mm-hmm. and unsaved where people pass over, you know, through death and then whatever. And it really like pulled away the veil of like the mystery of death, you know, and like just mm-hmm. the fear of like, oh my God, what happens when I die? And just, there's like this, this perfect little, it's like this perfect flow into eternity, into the spirit. And I've just been like, I just want you to come back. I just want him to come back. I want him to do all of these things in in person. I want him to literally break off the chains of women and children in, in human trafficking. I want him to break the chains of like brokenness in families of like generational curses that have been like keeping families apart. I mean, and I think this speaks of like, you know, that hope to come. It's like, it's, it hasn't been fully manifested yet, which is why I'm still mourning. But knowing yeah. there is a day when I'm not going to mourn anymore. Like I'm really going to have joy. And I don't know. So it helps me in the place of, oh, this really sucks. But this isn't yeah. the end at all. Like no. there's coming a day. And he's going he's gonna to have vengeance. It's not just like he's going to put a bow on it. He's going to destroy the enemy once and for all. So that's Listen, my word of encouragement, you guys. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm. I, she, you have a burden for the whole world. I mean, it's yeah, a lot, I'm, you know. And 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 because you feel burdened by so much of it, you, I understand why you're going through it. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. I, sometimes I wonder what world my grandkids are going to inherit. My grandkids that I right. don't yet have, 
And um, how Christian girl can get it together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wikipedia girl, Wikipedia. <laughs> I cannot. My queen here. Uh, my oh, queen. Yeah. No, no, no yeah, but, but he said he sent you a Wikipedia link. <laughs> Girls. <laughs> you got just uh, for those of you who, w- watching, I, I shared with Christina once here on Girl Club that um, I asked my son, he was my son was taking uh, some girl out to lunch. And he said, he said, yeah, I have a lunch date with her this week and then a lunch <laughs> date next week. And he goes, I'm not mom, I'm not bringing them in close anymore. Like, right away he goes i i just i'm gonna go to lunch get to know a person and and if you know see what's there or what's not there and stay or don't stay and he's chosen really not to stay which he's in a season where he's like it's work and jesus and he goes and i'm the best and the happiest when it's just work and jesus for me and that's where i am right now so that's great i'm glad that's an answer to prayer that he's being real with himself about the fact that he's not ready but I did want to know who these girls were as any mom would. And so I asked about him and my son sent me two Wikipedia links. <laughs> Dude, he sent you Wikipedia links. Right. <laughs> so that I could read who they were. Oh my yeah, God. These two models. Wikipedia Bro. pages. Right. I was like, I don't know how to feel. I don't know if I should cry I don't know if I should curse this boy out for the, like, Wikipedia. I'm your mama, Wikipedia. I mean, like, I asked you who these girls were. And, but, so I said nothing. I came on Girl Club and we vented and laughed and, and, and we worked it out. And uh, then later he said, um, mom, I want you to know, I did give one of them your book, my book, Prodigal Daughter, which is about identity. It's my testimony. And I was like, you did? Yeah, she needed it. I was like, <laughs> so I'm a little grateful that I haven't heard her name anymore. She's out of the picture because any girl in her 20s who needs to read my book or in her 30s or 40s or 50s or 60s who needs to read my book, she's not what I want for my wife yet. For, for my, my wife. My wife. Did you hear that? Freudian slip. She's not what I want for my daughter-in-law yet because she's on a journey to her identity. And I praise God that my son gave her my book. And I pray and I pray for that girl from the Wikipedia link all the time that the, the words of the Lord would actually change her life um, that I share in that book. I, you guys, I'm telling you, my, I'm That's seeing- worse than the Vax Garden. <laughs> It, it is up there with the back card. It is up there with the back card. Okay, you know what? Okay, we need to do, if you guys are ever going through another crisis, we will do comedy hour for you guys, okay? Uh, comedy totally. hour. Totally, totally. Because you guys, I'm telling you, listen, you I do want to say this before we end, unless you've got a final word, CB. Um, I'm good, dude. The Wikipedia link did it for me. I'm good. Final word, <laughs> Wikipedia. There's a lot of comments today coming in and I'm looking at, you know, Desiree's uh, makes a comment about her most important desires, three John four. I have no greater joy than to hear my children walk in truth. And then, and Pamela echoes that. Yes. So many mamas praying over their young adults. Yeah. Especially in today's world. And, you know, Isaiah 61, um, Desiree, yes. Love Isaiah 61. And um, Nene, Nene, Nene. I've been turn I've been tuning in to Girl Talk through though this I've been tuning into Girl Talk though this is my first time live and I just want to use this opportunity to bless and thank you all for your wise words or companionship thank you 
Thank you, hon. And, and we hope that you are blessed by our unique brand of madness, but our really deep love of Christ in our lives and in all of your lives. And as we close today, I just wanted to take a minute to pray for all of the desires in our hearts and especially to cover our children, you know, because for all you mamas and, and, and daddies, you know, that, that I think there's some men who watch and they kind of stay silent, but fellows, we want to hear you shout out too, because you're important and man, fathers are important. Oh, the giveaway too. Anna said the giveaway uh, yeah. and the giveaway and the giveaway. That's right. So be before, before, let me just say a quick prayer. Um, Lord, I just, first of all, you know, the desires of our heart, whether we admit them, whether we stumble over them, whether we're unclear about what they are, whether they are a list a mile long, you know the desires of our heart. You know what our hearts want. And Lord, more than anything, I know that all of us want our loved ones, our children to be well, to love you, to walk in truth, to serve you in a world that is trying to eliminate truth in every way. And right now, Father, we give this all to you because you have big shoulders. And I ask, Lord, that you would give us an easy yoke, Mm. that you would lighten our load today because we've chosen to dump it off at your feet on your throne and trust you. We trust you, Lord. We trust Mm -hmm. you with our hearts. We trust you with the desires of our heart. We ask that you would help us to do as scripture says and delight ourselves in you because it's your pleasure to give us the desires of our hearts. I ask that you would lift shame and depression and sadness and that you would replace it with true, deep, everlasting trust. And that trust would produce true, deep, everlasting joy. In Jesus' name, it is an honor to be able to say that we are Christians and that we serve you. It's an honor to be able to gather together in this way that anyone would listen or participate or find our journeys valuable as, as tools, as lessons, as lives that they can learn from. It's an honor. We thank you and we honor you, Lord. And in Jesus name, it's time for Anna's giveaway for a girl club giveaway. So for those of you um, who joined late, you have about three seconds to text in hashtag real talk so that you can be um, entered in the giveaway. We're about to do uh, the electronic scramble of all of those who entered hashtag real talk. Um, and the winner's going to get a free girl club mug. So you can join us and every day and um we can, I don't know, we can sit on your desk at work. We can sit on your desk in school. We can sit on your 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 kitchen countertop or whatever. And um, this is just something you guys um, to remind you that uh, we're real girls, all of us, each and every one of you. We're real. We're real to God. We're real in his sight. He really sees us. And he really hears our real talk when we're honest, when we're vulnerable, when we could admit that we have real issues and we need a real solid faith in our real God to deal with those issues and confront them. And so, man, um, I'm really grateful for each of you. And Anna, go for it. Who is the winner? Who's getting a free mug? 
Wow, it's like so- it's so crazy. Look at oh, Nini, I think you're relatively new. Well, guess what? You just won. That is so cool, Anna. Yeah, we gotta do. We gotta do this more. Congratulations. So the instructions are on the screen, Nini. You got to email us by Friday, December 24th to claim your prize. You're going to email hello at CynthiaGarrett.org and someone from Team CGM is going to get back to you um, and make sure that you get your mug. She's going to need an address to send it to and what have you. But that's just a little something from us here at Girl Club to all of you. Christina and Christina, I love you. I love you. I value you. I am so grateful for the laughs and the tears in Jesus name, man. And the fake back cards and the Wikipedia links in Jesus name. Right. 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 So from all of us in our house, Merry Christmas. We will see you next week. Don't forget to tune in. We're going to be diving into some testimony stuff over this sort of Christmas holiday. So there'll be some special girl club airings. You can always watch us on Cynthia Garrett Ministries YouTube channel. If you want to write your comments in live, um, if you're, if you want to listen, we're on podcast on the Salem media platforms through um, one place and through LightSource on Salem Media, you can also watch us. If you go to LightSource.com, you can also get some of the free giveaways going on, actually, because LightSource has, I think, some work uh, identity workbooks and different things um, from our ministry that we want to give to you. And um, to find out any information about any of this, you know, you can always check out CynthiaGarrett.org. Um, uh, to find out information about Christina Reynolds and Christina Boudreaux. Anna, will you throw their social media information on screen now so that you can hear their teachings? Um, Christina and her family have amazing videos that they do on life with the Reynolds. I want I, I want to actually live in your house so I can be a part of oh life my. with the Reynolds. You guys have to check it out. It's yes. so hilarious and wonderful. It's just, I, I, it's all like, go check check it out. Just check it out. Christina Boudreaux. Christina is a power evangelist. She will make you laugh and cry till you can't see straight. She's a member of the whosoever. So you can find a lot more about Christina there as well and hear her preaching and and teaching. And we love you guys. And if you want to meet the Girl Club ladies more in depth, that's it. www.cynthiagarrett.org slash girl club. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe for all of you. Share. Tell two friends. We love y'all. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Cynthia, I'm going. I found myself on a ledge three stories high at some condominiums, contemplating my life and struggling to understand my purpose. Have you ever found yourself on the ledge? My name is Billy Yates. I'm a caring father mentor and friend in my new podcast billy and the goat i share the life-changing events that shaped who i am today to remind you that no matter how far you've fallen god can help you get up and thrive listen now at lifeaudio.com